You are listening to Podcasting 101 with RSS.com, getting you ready to launch and grow your podcast. Hey everyone, Ashley here with RSS Podcasting. On today's episode, I'm bringing you Deepti Ahuja. Deepti is a podcast producer with HC Smartcast, and she has produced more than 100 podcasts in a single year. Collectively, the podcasts she helps to produce have earned more than 55 million downloads. Enjoy the show. Well, Deepti, I'm so excited that you're here today. Can you tell everybody about what it is that you do? Absolutely, Ashley. Um, I have uh, been a podcaster, a podcast producer, and podcast coach uh, for the past uh, almost two and a half years. I work with the Hindustan Times podcasting leg, which is HD Smartcast. And uh, in the past uh, two years, um, they've been really good years. Pandemic uh, for a change has been like really good for podcasting. <laughs> it's a controversial opinion <laughs> and I shouldn't be saying it, but uh, well, why not celebrate that fact as well? Um, so um, I have thus far uh, produced about 181 podcasts and uh, in 40 journals in six languages. So yeah, life's been good. It sounds like it's also been really busy. It's been very busy. And now, did you say, did did you say 180 podcasts, like separate shows? Separate shows, 180 podcasts, out of which on two of our podcasts, we just crossed 1,000 episodes each. Oh, my word. So that's a lot of work. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so now when you say you're a podcast producer, do you mean that you actually have a hand in helping with each one of these episodes? Uh, to an extent. Uh, okay. So I have a very small team. Um, here's how it uh, goes, you know, the entire process. So Hindustan Times uh, is a large publishing house. We have print, we have radio, we have digital agencies, we have all of that. Um Every other podcaster, most of the podcasters are either print journalists or they are RJs or, uh, you know, they are just people who are passionate about podcasting and want to try out the medium. Uh, They are also uh, CEOs, CHROs, uh, you know, all of that. The entire corporate world is also on podcasting. So in our little universe, uh, we have about 120, 150 podcasters. Right at HD, and apart from that, you know, of course, we also open podcasters from outside, um, and we call that HD Smartcast Originals. Now, the thing is that uh, my team just consists of five people. The core team is just five people, and so we had to create this entire uh, what is it called? Like uh, you know, an inventory of things, a way, a method to do things, like um, a workflow. Absolutely. So, so we have a content calendar that's updated, you know, on a monthly basis, where we have uh, almost 25 episode releases in a day. Uh, Apart from that, uh, you know, we have a pipeline where we release at least five podcasts uh, per uh, month. And what I tend to do is I tend to train all the podcasters so that they can become self-sufficient and they have their own agency and they enjoy themselves. They have their own space to, you know, explore the medium in their own way. And considering the fact that they come from such a legacy 
a company, credibility has never been an issue for us, right? Uh, so, so in their own agency, in their own way, the way they explore their own medium, then they have the ownership, uh, you know, to um, sort of, uh, they're responsible for their own weekly episodes and all of that. And I intervene every, uh, say, three months when I want to discuss data with them, when I want to discuss their podcast performance and so on and so forth. I hope that answers the question. It actually does. It, it No, it's fantastic. I, I think it's... um. I think a couple of the things that you mentioned are, are pretty interesting. You said that you train the podcasters to be self-sufficient. So you give them like a, a, a checklist almost, if, if you will, of the things that they should be doing in order to produce a good episode. Yeah. So um, we take about three to four weeks to release any podcast, right? And we bank five episodes, which we do with them. Uh, you know, which we record with them. And during that time, the training is ongoing. So a lot of them speak faster. And so they don't know how to breathe really well. A lot of them have issues scripting because, you know, say, for example, they come from the print world and the way you write uh, in a print format in that medium is very different from the way you'd write scripts for a podcast, right? Some of them don't even write a script. And so you have to give them a little bit of structure. So each person, each individual is very different. And I coach them for about three to four weeks. Um, apart from that, I have, uh, you know, we have the HD Smartcast social media channels and I have my own uh, social media channels where I, where I keep putting out these small, small nuggets of information uh, where, you know, people can just uh, do a revision of the sorts. Plus, um, we've come up, you've come on our show, Ye Podcast, Podcast, Kya Hai, right? Where we have expert opinions. So anyone who needs to uh, sort of, who needs a, uh, you know, a refresher course, who needs like a crash course in uh, podcasting, who needs a follow-up, they can, there is enough information out there. And of course, we also make ourselves available um, almost 24-7. Uh, to them so that they feel supported yeah that's amazing I mean it sounds like you basically take anybody who wants to create a show and you give them all the tools necessary to make it happen absolutely constantly to be honest I mean you know because things keep changing in the podcasting world I mean, you've come up, RSS has come up with such amazing things already that we spoke of in, in our episode on your podcast, podcast, yeah, we were blown. Everything keeps changing so fast. So we keep refreshing the content as well, the educational material that is there on podcasting. That's amazing. And what, what's interesting is um, I, I actually had the luxury of speaking to our founders um, for the very first two episodes and just listening to them about all the things going on in the background that a lot of people don't even realize. Cause I mean, you know, you open your, your podcatcher, like your Google podcasts or your iTunes and you turn yeah. on, you turn on your content, you listen to whoever it is that's speaking and you don't realize all the moving parts going on in the background. You don't realize that they're having to book the interviews. They're having to write the podcast scripts. They're having to put all these systems and processes in place. And so to me, it sounds like what you do is an invaluable service. So why is it that you think that someone should hire a podcast producer? Um, so, you know, podcasting the way it was marketed initially, uh, at least in India, uh, we were told that it's such a friendly democratic medium. Everyone can do it. Anyone can do it. And the first person who should be listening to your podcast who could give you feedback are your close ones, your loved ones. 
But the thing is that your loved ones don't always understand the medium. They won't always understand the subject matter that you're talking about. They don't have expertise there. And another controversial opinion right here that a lot of times they might just not be invested in you in that way, right? And so hiring a podcast producer becomes very clean. It becomes a cleaner process for you where, um, you know, the producer is being paid to provide a service where they keep you in check, A, where they can give you enough feedback. They can do secondary research or primary research for you. Um, they can coordinate guests for you. Uh, they can help you edit or they can get it edited from someone if they have a team, if, you know, if, if an individual podcaster decides to hire a team. Uh, they will also help um, with the distribution side of things because it's a constant, uh, you know, it's a constant partnership with your distributors. You, you can't just leave your episode there. You have to market it. You have to talk about it. You have to talk to different kinds of distribution channels. And your podcast producer would be invested uh, in your content more than they would be probably invested in you and your personal relationship with them. And so, therefore, it just falls in line, right? Because on podcasts, content is king. It's so true. And, you know, something that you said that really struck me is you had mentioned that the podcast producer, because you're paying them, they are invested in you. And it's kind of like how if you go to the gym, let's say, and you decide, all right, I'm going to get healthy. I'm going to get fit. I'm going to work out. And you go into it and you have, let's let's say you find an accountability buddy, someone who's going to say, you know, come with me. We're going to keep working out. We're going to keep getting thin. Well, and then what happens? Eventually, they stop coming with you. They stop checking in. They stop asking how much weight you've lost. But a personal trainer, someone that you've paid, they're going to be checking in with you because they know if you're not getting the results that you want, what are you going to do? You're going to fire them. And so, yes, exactly. And so I think that I think the idea of having a podcast producer, that's actually really brilliant because like you said, if you're getting paid to do it, you're going to be actually keeping them top of mind rather than letting them fail. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, It's a part of uh, their performance as well, right? It becomes a part of your podcast and becomes a part of their portfolio as well, where they, uh, you know, say that, oh, I I produce this podcast and this podcast is this successful. It has these many listens. It has these kind of guests. So they would also be proud to, you know, sort of um, own the property along with you. Absolutely. I mean, that makes perfect sense because if someone's actually, if someone's there and they care about it, they're going to do everything they can to help you be successful because there's your success becomes their success yes. and their success becomes your success. And the more, that, the more that you can show that you have downloads that are coming in, you have, you know, new listeners that are coming in, then that becomes your piece that you can say, hey, I'm a podcast producer. I helped this guy become successful. Here's what I can do for you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I it's in the beginning itself. Like when you asked me what I did, that's exactly what I said, right? Like so many uh, podcasts, so many languages, so many genres. And the one thing that I forgot to mention was that 55 million listens on all of my podcasts till date. I mean, that is my achievement on a whole. And that is something a podcast producer would also take care of for your podcast. That's right? incredible. I mean, those kind of numbers, people dream about that kind of stuff. 
And so I think that the idea of having someone who can help you achieve it, I mean, who wouldn't want to hire a podcast producer? <laughs> I don't know. You're telling me. <laughs> I mean, one of the things you mentioned actually really struck me. Um, you said that uh, the pandemic, even though it's a controversial opinion, has actually helped podcasting. And the reality is it's so true. Because whenever we were all at home, what did we do? We were looking at our phones. We were looking at YouTube. We were looking at, um, you know, even our podcasts, our podcatchers. So I'm curious now, whenever the pandemic first hit, did, did that like immediately give you guys a reason to start reaching out to people or did you do anything to tell people, Hey, you should start your podcast. What was it that you did? directly as a result of the pandemic that helped in the business? I'm just curious. So when we started, yeah, when we, when we uh, began, uh, we were, uh, I think I entered the company in November 2019. And I was already given a task. I was already told that, hey, you have to produce these, these many podcasts. I was a little shocked because, you know, that's not the number that I thought <laughs> would come to me. And then the pandemic hit and it was expected that, you know, the number will drop. We ended up revisiting a lot of us. I mean, you know, a lot of different mediums ended up revisiting, um, uh, you know, their uh, end of year tasks and, you know, all of those things. But the thing is, with podcasts, the moment the pandemic hit March uh, 2020, that was, oh my God, I can't believe you entered in 2022. Wow. <laughs> wow, it's hitting me. <laughs> anyway, so um, March 2020, uh, from a couple of lack of listens, we straight away hit 1.2 million listens. And then we were consistently making 1.2 million listens up until December 2020. That sort of motivated everyone to come on board and make a podcast of their own. The other thing that was happening was that a lot of people, a lot of RJs, print journalists, a lot of influencers, a lot of, uh, you know, corporate people inside the system. There was a lot of shuffling happening. And, you know, we were just, we were just, uh, we, all of us, we suffered a recession, like world over. And there was this thing of protecting personal brand or at least having a personal brand. And this is exactly what podcasts did for each and every podcaster that I have on board today. It made them a personal brand. It gave them personal branding on a medium that is still organically growing. There is no, you know, paid stuff happening over here. Everyone is still collaborating with each other and collaborate by collaborating. I mean, the true sense of the word, you know, not like paying to collaborate and, you know, all of those things. So when that happened, it gave all of them a personal brand and therefore gave them a little more confidence about their careers, about their jobs and in a way reduced stress, you know, the career stress that we were all facing. So it kind of did that. So the pandemic sort of brought down the stress for all of my podcasters to quite an extent, right? Um, uh, and uh, the moment we hit January 2021, we shot up to like 6 million listens. So we thought, yeah, so we thought it's going to go down because now, you know, it's been, we've been an year into the pandemic and then, you know, that year, um, we don't know what the next year is going to look like. Are we going to have the second wave? Not have it? Are the markets going to open up? We didn't. We didn't have any clue, 
right? But the moment we hit six million listens, right in January, we were like, okay, this medium is here to stay. At least in India, this medium is here to stay. I think um, I think it's not just in India. I think it's also in the States because as people were starting to go back to work, you know, as soon as they had that commute again, it was, okay, well, what can I do while I'm on my way to work? Have something to listen to, whether it's to educate, to entertain, to inspire, um, or even just get through the day. <laughs> yeah. Because let's face it, I mean, podcasters, they have some really cool stuff to share. They They're not only just sharing their personal stories, they're sharing, you know, educational content, entertaining content. Some of them make you laugh. Some of them make you cry. Some of them scare the crap out of you. I mean, let's, you know, talking about the true crime stuff. If you listen to the, yeah, the, the true crime podcast, those freak me right out. But, um, but it is fascinating how, you know, what, what used to happen was if you wanted to get your message out to a lot of people, you had to go and, you know, either get a radio station to hire you or get a newspaper to hire you. And then you almost had to pay to play. Um, you had to get all this stuff in place and you had to have a really good message because if you didn't have a good message, you were let go or you were told you couldn't do it anymore. But podcasting mm-hmm. has kind of democratized the the content system. It's it's made it so that anybody who has a microphone and and has a voice can speak out and, and share their message. And I think it's pretty cool that a podcast producer can take that message, refine that message and help get it out there even more. So um, I'm curious, What? let's say I want to start a podcast and I come to you and I say, all right, tell me the first step. What would you say to them? Um, two things. One, that uh, we will inculcate discipline because that's very necessary. The fact remains that any podcast that hasn't run, uh, you know, for 54 episodes, um, it's not going to be successful in that sense. Even if it is, then, you know, it's just an anomaly. Uh, but you should at least have 54 episodes, which means that you should produce your podcast for at least one year. Right. So it, of course, requires a lot of discipline. But the thing is that I never simply say discipline and then, you know, get the cane out <laughs> with me. With me, it's always supposed to be fun, right? If if the, you know, that's that's my feedback. If my podcaster in training says, "Oh, I had a lot of fun," my job is done, right? I ha- I just have to get them hooked onto the medium, and that's my job. Now the thing is that I start off with a couple of things that make sense to them later. So for me, there is this very important quote that you know has made sense to me all my professional life, which is by Walter Murch. Uh, which is editing begins, uh, you know, editing starts at the beginning of your project, which is what we try to do with, you know, a concept note. Then we go into voice training. We go into writing scripts if anyone requires it. A lot of people are natural speakers. A lot of people are, you know, natural orators. A lot of people aren't. And so different people have, you know, different ways of doing things. Right. And my first first few sessions are just, yeah, just speak, just talk. I'm listening. You know, we just have a chat. Right. And then we go into um, and the one thing that works very well with podcasters in training is that when they get to hear their own voice, when they get to hear a playback, 
that's when they then that's when they have those you know aha moments they go like oh my god i sound so good <laughs> or oh my god i sound so bad <laughs> or oh my god i sound so bad or oh my god my content is just amazing maybe i need to work harder on my voice or um oh god i can't do the content but can you please get someone to write for me <laughs> you know and so we pick out these small small little things and then we start working on it so no one podcaster has one set pattern each podcaster is different and so their training is also extremely different and once they feel confident enough so as i said in the beginning the ownership the agency comes from the podcaster the moment a podcaster says can we please record an episode and get it out there that is when we go for first recording okay that makes sense so now you said 54 episodes that is impressive but i'm curious now okay so you said 54 episodes and so that's about an episode a week yeah. do you do them weekly or do you do them daily bi-weekly how do you do this um some of my podcasts are weekly some of my podcasts are bi-weekly some of the podcasts we produce uh, are also daily and some of them are released episodes are released twice a day wow so now i'm curious with all that content so are people paying you to produce these episodes uh some of uh you know so the kind of podcasting that brands want to do the the format in which the brands want to pay money to you know sort of um have podcasts talk about them is branded episodes or branded podcasts for us in india at least that's what most of the indian uh, podcasting industry uh, is catering to at this point of time and slowly and steadily of course you know uh, the more educated we are about podcasting the more educated the entire industry the advertising industry uh, and brands become about podcasting then we will of course bifurcate into the other kinds of um, you know formats for uh, monetization but uh, yeah some brands absolutely do pay up front and very happily so Now can the average joe off the street come to you and say I want to produce a podcast or is it more that you're looking for a specific type of person who comes to you and says I want to start a podcast Okay so here's the difference um a lot of companies are UGC companies which means they are user generated they they produce user generated content and you know they basically have a bigger platform uh, with a lot of uh, listeners on their platform and so therefore that's how the model works over there uh for a lot of companies like HD Smartcast we do a lot of PGC work right where we produce the content we edit it we take care of the podcaster we take care of the podcast and when an individual from outside the company from outside the hd universe comes to us um we tend to you know strike a partnership with them so of course they are also you know working twice as hard if they are subject matter experts in in whatever they are going to talk about uh we are subject matter experts in training them to become better podcasters right and then we also take care of the editing bit we take care of the post production we take care of distribution we take care of marketing we also give them data insights uh like i said after 3 months i mean i just step in and i go like okay time to revisit everything and see what we want to change and see what we want to keep and what is working for you on an individual level what will work for your uh audience uh you know on a larger level and what might work for brands for them to come and pay to be on your podcast right 
so it's a it's a partnership we we share uh it's a ref share model if if i'm okay to say that absolutely i think that makes perfect sense because it's it's similar to how uh like google and youtube work where if the if the person creating the video succeeds so will youtube so so the goal is all right we're going to give you all these tools because like youtube uh, creator academy they give you all the tools you need to start a youtube channel completely for free but then you know you put the content up and if you do well they get a cut and even if you don't do well they get their cut <laughs> no absolutely because i mean they are uh, see the thing is that when an individual starts to podcast um they are definitely taking a braver step uh than the podcast company and that needs to be recognized that needs to be validated because you can't as an individual i mean it's it's just you know inhuman <laughs> to not validate that it's it's as simple as that right when i was an individual podcaster and i hadn't started a podcast production as such as a career path when i wasn't on the podcast production and podcast coaching career path that's what i faced and i felt lost and i felt alone in the entire process and to be honest podcasting is not you know it's it looks like it appears that you can do everything on your own and that you can do everything in isolation that's not true it's just like any other medium also uh, you know where things happen in collaboration and the more you collaborate the better it is right yeah that makes perfect sense cuz i mean you know people forget that when we're behind our microphones we're sitting at home we're sitting at home and we're speaking out to the ether if you will and yeah. we have no idea <laughs> if the content that we're producing is going to land we don't know who's going to hear it um so i, I definitely I definitely can see the perks of having someone who's in your corner basically saying like, yeah, you got this, you're doing it and, and go, keep going. So, yeah. so I think that everything that we've been talking about today, what, what is really sticking out to me is that having a podcast producer in your corner is more than just having someone who's helping you produce your content. It's also someone who's like backing you, who's giving you the validation that maybe a listener won't. Um, it's someone who who's going to be your cheerleader, who's going to be, like you said, your coach, but also like you also said, your partner. And yeah. I, I think that's I think that's really beautiful. We're having a touching moment here in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's that warm, fuzzy feeling. Well, yes. um, well, certainly is, especially with Christmas around the corner. So I'm curious, you, you said that um, one of the things that you do is you whenever you start coaching people, you give them systems and you give them you know, uh, almost like a checklist, if you will. So do you have like a template of, of things that you give them or is it is it individual based on the podcaster you're working with? I do have a template. That's, I mean, that's how I roll. I have systems for everything. That's that's how, you know, a team of five people is producing 180 podcasts today with like 50 to 55 active podcasts every month. So of course, there's system for everything. I'm, I'm a very, very, hardcore as administrative sort of a person despite the fact that I'm a quote-unquote creative person right um so so yeah so uh, I do have a system uh there are a couple of documents that are ready uh for a podcaster uh of course one is the podcast hygiene where we talk about how to record uh how to record in different formats uh, how to write a script. And uh, even if they want to write pointers and they don't want to write the entire script, that's also fine. So there are pointers for those. Um, then 
um how to uh, you know then there is an entire concept note which i give to each one of my podcasters so that they think for their podcast so that they understand what, exactly what they want to do and uh, the questions are very very specific right so if i have an audience question if i if i for example want to ask uh, my podcaster who do, whom do you think your target audience is it's not going to be just one question so they have to write of course you know whether they are which age group do they belong to uh, what sex it, is it uh, what uh, city do they belong to what sec section they belong to and you know so on and so forth right all of those things educational levels all of those things they have to write but apart from that then there are questions like so what does you know a day in the life of your listener look like right because that will determine for them when their episode should be released uh then uh they would have a question like uh, what is your audience really looking for right so someone can say oh they will stumble upon my podcast because they're just looking to escape from reality right but then what will you offer as a podcaster to your listener and then the question then becomes that okay so maybe they 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 clicked on my podcast because they want to escape reality but what they will get in turn is a sense of community they will get uh, a sense of um you know belonging that they will get an expert advice on something that they were looking for and therefore were feeling lacking right so these are the kind of questions that very very like you know streamlined questions is what i do with my uh, concept note and then it goes on to you know guidelines for show notes guidelines for podcast intro podcast outro all of those things and you know that's that's really amazing because everything that you're describing sounds like not only giving them ideas to make them start thinking about it from a listener's perspective but what you've been describing sounds like everything that someone would need to know if they actually want to be successful because if they're not thinking about the end listener the end person that's going to be consuming the content then they're setting themselves up for failure that's true yeah and wow. they need to keep visiting it i mean So like I said every 3 months they revisit their concept note too. Okay, so you actually do quarterly checks to make sure that they're living up to the expectations that have been set from the beginning. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I'm I'm uh I'm playful, I'm fun, but I'm also a hard taskmaster. So <laughs> cracking the whip making sure they do what they need to do. <laughs> Absolutely. Their success is my success and my success is theirs. That's fantastic. Well, where can people find you online if they are interested in learning more about your podcast production? Um, so if anyone has a question for me, they can always reach out to me on my Instagram handle. Uh it is mind your podcast, like mind your language, it is mind your podcast, M I N D Y O U R P O D C A S T. And for any kind of inspiration regarding podcasting, right? I mean, that was just information on podcasting. But if you want to be inspired to become a podcaster, then you must must follow us on at HT Smartcast. That is H T S M A R T C A S T, and we are available on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Clubhouse. Um, have I left anything out? I don't know. Have I left? I'm not sure. That was a lot. <laughs> What's what's awesome is if if you look at HT Smartcast, you might even find me, Ashley Grant from RSS. Absolutely on Yeah Podcast Podcast, guys. So all you've got to do is if you want to listen to our previous conversation, our first conversation ever on a podcast, 
you must go to htsmartcast.com. That is htsmartcast.com. And uh, either search for Ashley Grant or RSS. Yes, Ashley or, with RSS Podcasting. Yeah, or yeah. Ye Podcast Podcast Kya Hai, which is Y-E-H Podcast Podcast Kya Hai. Yes, we'll, we'll make sure we leave a, a, a link in the show notes. Um, now, I'm going to ask you the same thing I ask everyone, and it always puts them on their toes. Is there anything I didn't ask you, you would prefer that I had? Oh, well, there are so many questions, Ashley, but I think we should continue our conversations <laughs> after the recording stuff. Agrees so much. So, you know, Ashley, uh, we, of course, uh, after all the... And, you know, conversations with people globally have been eye-opening, one of them being you, right? And uh, it's been so amazing to, I mean, not work for an industry where you don't know where it's going, right? Now we know where it's going. Now we, now we know where we are all going uh, in terms of podcast industry globally. And, and I love that. So, yeah, so that's one thing. And we will continue our conversations. But... Um, <laughs> Maybe off the mic, off the record. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, I, I just want to say that I really appreciate your time today. I know that you're very busy. I mean, a lot of podcasts going on. So thank you for taking the time to chat with us. Thank you so much, Ashley, for calling me. This was really, really nice. It made my day. Thank you. Well, my fellow podcasters, I hope you enjoyed all of the insights Deep T had to share with us. To learn more about how to grow and launch your own podcast, visit our website at rss.com backslash blog. You can get started for free and have your first episode on us. Thanks for tuning in.